In this episode, Harrison and I talk about the positives and negatives of self-help. And surprise, we're in person. <laughs> I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation. So take a breath, come join us, and let's talk about life. Self-help. Good or bad? I mean, <laughs> you can't just start with that. All overall, I would say it's good, but there are definitely a lot of... Self-help itself is good. Are you talking in the in like self-help on the internet? Because that, there are bad parts too. I definitely think it, it overall it's been, it's been good experience for me. Um, I think there are bad parts to it, um, which we should get into. Let's start with the positives. I think like having it be accessible, it's like its own genre and like industry now, which that didn't exist, you know, I don't know how many years ago, or it was less available to people. Right. So now that it's like, it's on the internet, there's books, it's a popular thing, you know what I mean? There's kind of almost like self-help celebrities. Mm -hmm. I work for one of them. It's like, <laughs> right? Like um, that that kind of stuff I think is great because it's accessible. It's like you have to know that something's there for to be able to make a change or whatever. So it's out there. People know it's out there. It's also got a little bit of like bad reputation in the sense that like, it seems like an entitled kind of thing, privileged thing to do, which I guess in a way it is. Um, and, and people can focus on that. But uh, for me, it's been, it's been great. And it's so nice that there is that like kind of community and, and this genre of self-help because like I'm interested in that stuff. You're interested in that stuff. We're talking about it, you know. So uh, having it be available and accessible has been, has been really great. And I think that's awesome. But the, the, there are a lot of, negative things that come to mind when I think of the self-help industry specifically, if you want to call it that, um, which is like, well, we were talking about this the other day, like, or last night, the, the experts that you get in some of the stuff, it's like, I feel sometimes it's approached too extremely and it's like, you need to do this. And if you're not doing this, you're a terrible person and whatever. And it's like, I've heard from some of these people that they're not doing what they're saying. So I'm like, well, who are you to sit here and tell me this is what you need to do? And then I feel bad about it. I'm like, well, there, he's doing it and he's saying that this works. I need to do it. And then if I don't do it, like I feel terrible, but it's like, they're not practicing it on a daily basis. So that's my problem with it, which we can dive into. How about you? I'm sure you're in the same boat. Totally. I think it's such an interesting word, self-help industry. The fact that there's, there's all this money tied into it. There's all these businesses surrounding it, you know, like all this self-help content. I think first, just to give all the viewers and listeners some context, if you can't tell by now on the podcast, Harrison and I are both very much into personal mm -hmm. development, personal growth, all of those, you know, lovely, fun things. And it's definitely what's helped us become who we are as people. But obviously there are, you know, there's some downsides to everything. And the first downside that I personally think of when it comes to self-help is how... In some cases, and I don't want to turn this into a straw man argument, but in some cases that I've seen, it can be very predatory. That's a good way to put it. Right. In Elaborate, that, though. What do you mean by predatory? Yeah, like, let's say you have someone who's in a very vulnerable position, you know, who, you know, is in a vulnerable life situation. Let's just leave it at that. 
they seek out this self-help thinking that it's going to be the solution to all of their problems. And so they throw money at courses, at seminars, at books and everything. Um, but in many ways, they're, they're like self-help is great, but it won't solve everything. Mm, right? Right, like they're like you need to, you know, do the work yourself. Right. And in many ways, I feel like it can become almost like the negative aspects of a religious practice. Uh, well, right. not necessarily religious practice, but organized religion as mm -hmm. an institution. Right, right, right. You know? Like blindly following stuff. Exactly. Right. Right. And so I think then when you incorporate that, you know, almost like, you know, predatory aspect with the fact that there's this self-help industry, mm -hmm. right? Like now there's money involved. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that that that's where it gets a little iffy for me. Mm. I think also to to what you said, there can be a little bit of entitlement. Yeah, you know, yeah in, in the sense like let's let's be real between between the two of us like we're, we're human we probably have had moments where we think you know oh this person hasn't uh doesn't think like this or this person's mindset is this way right. like there's a little bit of judgment right mm -hmm. that can come across yeah, sometimes yeah, if yeah. we're not careful right and i think that's also just something to watch out for as well i'm not saying that it's a direct result of self-help i think it's more so just a result of you know ego yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah for sure how humans you know kind of <laughs> operate very messily but i think overall i think self-help and kind of the the widespread dissemination of it is overall a net positive thing yes yeah say. yeah definitely overall i would also say the same thing like it's mm -hmm. it's it's positively imp impacted my life i think a lot of people i think is a good it's generally a good thing mm -hmm. But there's flaws to it, obviously, like everything, right? There's there's flaws to everything. Um, and what what's been the the most impactful thing for you of of all of this, like of mm. of being of having it be accessible? You know what I mean? Like like what's come out of and also th through that you should like what do you, for you what is self help? Like what does mm. that mean? Totally for you because it's very broad, right? Yeah. Like cause for me, I think of he health stuff mm. like eating and that kind of thing i would put that in that category but there's also you know atomic habits and all those kinds of things right so like productivity is a whole mm. different so what, what is it mm -hmm. for you and how has it impacted you for me i think it's anything that directly is about becoming a better person yeah okay okay yeah, yeah anything that directly helps you become a better person um, so in the sense of like working on mindset or working on your habits or working on your health, I would, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. put that also in there. I'd say for me, it's more so on the periphery, but it, there can be a connection. Yeah. There, okay. And this is kind of like a meeting point or like, you know, the Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it represents books, speakers, seminars, conferences, keynotes, um, social media content, mm -hmm. which we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs> True. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's funny. Even this podcast, in some ways, could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, here's an interesting thing, right? So I, as a little anecdote, I started this with the intent of it being that, like, it, this was in the self improvement category, mm. like when I was trying to put it into something, and because I was trying to replicate, as you do when you start out something, what I've seen. What, and I felt very much a lot of these things were talking about, like trying to be a certain way. So I fit into the quote unquote industry and did it the right way. And I'm like, it wasn't coming from it was coming from a less authentic place than mm -hmm. it does right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something maybe to touch on, too. What are your thoughts on like authenticity with this? Right. Because that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that's a really good question. Just to be like very vulnerable and open. I think when I first started 
kind of like my foray into this world of self-help. If I'm being honest, lots of it was motivated by a good degree of like self-hatred kind of thing. What do you mean? Like in the sense that, oh, I wanted to grow because I hated the way that I was. You know, I hated that I couldn't, I didn't Mm. feel confident. I hated that I felt this way or I thought this way. And kind of like part of my initial foray into self-help was this hunger to better myself because I didn't feel good enough. Outgrow your past self, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't feel good enough. And so I was like, let me read every single book. Let me watch every single talk. Maybe Mm -hmm. then, you know, if I follow everything that these people say, kind of like a, you know, like a religion, you know, if I follow it religiously, maybe I'll be good enough to go into self-help heaven. (laughs) But, you know, obviously I've I've outgrown that phase. Um, But I think, you know, to your question about authenticity, I think self-help is about improving yourself within the context of... Actually, no. I think self-help is about improving yourself, not necessarily becoming someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's not about becoming the person that you're reading. It's not about becoming, you know, Dr. So-and-so. It's Mm -hmm. not about becoming Mr. Tony So-and-so, you know? (laughs) Not going to name drop here, but you you know, you all know, right? But it's more so about becoming that best version of yourself. And what does that... And the... And becoming the best version of yourself authentically, it's going to look different from other people. Yes. Like you could read Atomic Habits and get totally, you know, different things and become totally different. And I could read it and get something else. And I think that's Mm. the beauty of it. But when we get too caught up on the prescriptions, like, oh, do you do it this way? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like when we talk about the routines, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You have Mm -hmm. to customize it. Exactly. What do you think, though, about like authenticity and how that, Mm. like, is self-help authentic? There's a lot of these... There are people that are in this kind of category that I would say seem inauthentic to me. Then there, on the other hand, there are a lot of people that seem very authentic to me. Um, and that could be personal, like, bias or whatever. You know, I don't know what it is. But um, I think, I don't know if there's, like, an answer of, is, like, is it generally authentic or not? But I think, it, like, it's important to think about that when you're selecting things that you're putting into your brain and your mind because the best self-help, self-improvement, personal development information that has impacted me has been from from people who are not prescribing something like you're saying. It's like, here is what I did. How can you impact, put this into your life? It's going to look different for you. It's going to look different for you it's gonna look different for the listener you know what i mean like um and that's been the most impactful because then it takes away the pressure and the stress of not doing it right because there's no right way to do it and i guess um so so authenticity makes me think of like the person who is sharing that right because it's humans at the end of the day that are sharing these things right and they if they're authentic and they're like this worked for me and i you know i struggle with this and whatever now and i'm still struggling with these things and that kind of stuff when they make themselves human too and the relatable that makes it more you keep using the word accessible but i just feel like it, it fits so well like it does feel like okay i could do that you know i'm not gonna do be exactly like amir just because he told me this but i know that oh i can imp- implement it into my life this way um and i think it's important to to go into it with that kind of um awareness and like kind of vet things to make sure like and even if they're maybe not like question things we were talking about questioning last night like it's important Mm -hmm. that's really one of the most important things i think is like to question 
what is um, what the people are saying. Why are they saying it? What's been their experience? How's it going to affect your life? Don't just blindly follow things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bring up a very good point. So often these self-help talking heads can come across as very inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that you meditated for five hours this morning and then like went out to go run in the rain while there was a storm and then mm-hmm. go do your like priming whatever, hop into a cult, you know, <laughs> like there's, is that feasible for most humans right and so i think you're totally right you know like coming at it from an authentic place like i think the people who have impacted me the most in the self-help world are the people who openly share their flaws yeah yeah, openly share their humanities and i I said it wasn't going to name drop but i think a perfect example of this is mel robbins you know Mm. um have Mm -hmm. you like not much but i know of of love 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 that woman um she is so she's like the Jennifer Lawrence of self-help. <laughs> For real, she's so relatable. She like talks about, oh yeah, I know about the. I, I literally had to use this in order to get up out of bed because I didn't feel like getting up out of bed this morning. Um, you know, she shares like her humanity, and I think. Mm-hmm. For her, that's why there's so much appeal, right? She feels human as opposed to this perfect, yeah. image, of self-help. That's where know? this elitist thing comes in, right? Because yeah. it's like. Almost sometimes, I mean, it's like this with anything, right? You could start out with a good intention, but as you start to gain more popularity or whatever, different things go to your mind, your ego is involved, whatever, right? So the people that are most like, well, people love Jennifer Lawrence because she's just a person. And we, we listen to Emma, Emma Chamberlain's podcast. I don't know if you listen to her. Like, she's just, she's just a kid. And she talks about being a kid, essentially. I don't know. She's like 20 now. Um, and that's what makes it likable because like, she's just a person. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's, a lot of people know who she is. Maybe she's a celebrity, but um, not, not treating yourself differently like they're not treating themselves differently and when they share things like that it's like oh yeah this morning like i was struggling to get out of bed and i feel this way and but this is what i did to help maybe it'll help you because it's not like oh these people are perfect you know you read a book and you go there's one so i, I read a book it was it was incredible um but it was very aggressive in the sense that like this is what i did and it works and you have to do it and i got a lot of great nuggets out of it mm-hmm. and i kind of had to strip away that part and i don't think it was intended to be that way he's just pretty like aggressive dude like but but it does feel make me feel that sense of pressure and that like well he did it and he had no happiness like he, he didn't he enjoy life it. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it worked out and but i'm like it's just the somebody used the word now i can't remember there's a phrase uh i was listening to something uh it was on that colin and samir show and they were talking about um how people are the words were so great, but it was essentially like just being nicer to themselves when they're doing things. So like exercising, it's like, it doesn't have to be an extreme exercise. Go work out. I can mm-hmm. go for a walk. That counts. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Right. Um, that is so much more exciting to me because it doesn't feel like an extra thing I have to add on my to-do list. So it comes into the self-help thing, right? Where it's like, it's a productivity hack or whatever, but it doesn't like, it's, it's not, you have to follow this list and it has to be these guidelines. The commandments. Exactly. If you don't do this, it's not going to work. And it's like, well, that doesn't make me want to do it or feel good about it, right? So that the being, just being an authentic human is so much more kind and like it, it feels more exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. An interesting part about this, like, to be, like, I know for a fact, like, there's definitely the, like, a corniness <laughs> to the self-help world sometimes. Yeah, 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 well, for sure. 
what do you think about that? You know, like those, Do you have any examples you want to bring up? <laughs> I don't want to name drop anyone. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I'm sure viewers like I'm sure viewers you can imagine as well, like, you know, the, the really cheesy ads or the cheesy books with the you I know. think that's why it gets a bad reputation too, right? I mean, because like some of those some of those things. I don't know. Like I haven't had too much experience. I've kind of curated what I'm what I'm consuming at yeah. this point mm-hmm. that I'm not really like where are some of those things and I think I've personally gone through enough to know like okay well like I'm not gonna pay attention to that like mm-hmm. you know what I mean um I think motive is an important thing we're talking about all this where it's like if you're getting an Instagram reel or a TikTok and it's like clearly somebody promoting a course or something it's like well their intent is to make money off of this which I know a lot of it is but it's like deep down are they trying to help you or are they just trying to get money there's like that that kind of thing, and that's where the corniness come in. Just mm-hmm. for for anything, where it's like people are just trying to follow a formula to get a certain, you know, different. They have different motives, right? Um, what are your thoughts on that? You brought up the question. That reminds me of a novel of a Naval quote. Here we go, encyclopedia <laughs> mode. Let's go. Um, but it reminds me of a Naval quote. Basically, um, if you don't know who Naval Ravikante is, highly recommend. Please check him out. He is fantastic. Um, We've only mentioned him 8 million times. 8 million times. <laughs> I know, but he is like the basis for so many of the anecdotes and analogies and quotes that I, you know, that I bring up. But he mentioned this one thing. When it comes to like the content and the podcast and everything that he puts out, especially regarding like wealth creation, because, you know, he's like an investor and stuff. Right. He's very, he's gone on record saying that he will never charge money for that. Because if he did, then he would become just another huckster trying to get rich off of you. Right. Right. It's like, listen to me talk about how to make money. Pay me to hear me tell you how to make money. Yeah. And then like you go into the course, it's like you need to make a course telling people how to, yeah. how to make money, that kind of thing. But I think it's important to curate who you listen to. Mm-hmm. And going a step back, going a step back, I think with the corniness of it, I've definitely read my fair share of really corny self-help books. To be honest, if I'm being honest, I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for them. You know, it's like, oh, it's so corny. I'm going to do it, though. I can do this. I am capable. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like that kind of stuff. And I know for a fact that that can turn off a lot of people at mm-hmm. first. And that's like, oh, it's so corny. Um, and I might be totally wrong, but I feel like when it comes to almost like the like you know, like the general public's view of self-help, I, I feel like there's also kind of a form of pride. In the sense of, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to change. Oh, I'm. you read that corny book. Oh, you read self-help books. Oh, right. you need help. Yeah. Like there's kind of like, as you mentioned, this kind of elitism, this kind of pride um, in having almost, well, I, I don't want to pass judgments or anything, but I think it's different for, you know, it's, it's different for everyone and everyone has different tastes. But I think people can sometimes be very condescending yes. from the outside looking oh, in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? I'm sure there's people who are probably like, have listened to our podcast or watch it and be like what the hell do you guys know yeah y'all are like 21 uh-huh. you know or uh-huh. i'm 22 yeah okay like y'all are in your early 20s like what do you know right. about life right mm-hmm. and and i think that that pride in a way and that ego as we keep on bringing up can really mm. stop a lot of people from getting the most out of it mm-hmm. you know so i think ego on both sides yeah yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's from the outside looking in or from the inside looking out is just detrimental just to us as people as a whole, mm-hmm. you know. Now, what was your question again? I don't know. <laughs> I went it's on okay. A totally I, but you said something interesting because, like, I try to come at it 
And I think everybody should. I find I think this is a good way to go about it is like just be curious, be <laughs> explorative. And that's why we're doing this. Like and we've said that many times, like it's not like we're saying let's talk about life because we have all the answers. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah. let's talk about it because we're trying to figure it out mm -hmm. and we're just sharing us trying, trying to, to bring you in. Right. So I think that's like an important, important thing to important. That's not the word mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um is, is to be curious, like kind of all all of this is what I'm saying, um, and and like reflecting on when you're consuming things or whatever. It's like approaching it from that way of being like I'm exploring this and trying to understand it. You're trying to understand yourself, mm. right? Um, essentially through these extra things, but it's not like blindly following somebody or whatever. It really is like a it's a explorative process trying to. I mean, I think that's what it is at its core. Like, in the more we think or talk about it, like self-help or or personal development or whatever, it's like learning about yourself. The more you learn about yourself, you grow, and 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 you're hopefully moving in a positive direction. And it's not that you have to just follow these ten steps and you'll be, you know, the perfect person or whatever. It's it's just using all these different tools. Exactly what I said with the routines. Mm -hmm. It's like you're shopping for different things. You're finding what works for you, um, and and how it impacts you. And oh, maybe you tried something and it was terrible, and you did not like it. Um, and and I think that that's that's really what it is, and it has been for me at least. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree. It's just shopping for what works for you. Mm -hmm. Like every book, like I kind of have things that I take from it, and things that I disregard, and I think it's important to be able to view things with a filter because it shows that you're thinking critically. Mm -hmm. One interesting thing that I've noticed lately, especially on YouTube or just social media in general, is kind of this anti-self-help trend okay. that's coming up. Like I've personally seen a lot of videos titled The Toxic World of Self-Help. Self-help is brainwashing you. Um, I was brainwashed by self-help. Um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. When you first hear yeah. that, have you seen that kind of stuff? Doesn't what do you think of it? Matt Diavella or somebody have a video? Nathaniel Drew, Nathaniel one of them. Ha I haven't, I haven't mm -hmm. watched it, but I've been wanting to. Have you okay. watched it? Yeah, I don't remember too much from it to talk on. To okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's doing what they don't like. The parts that they don't like about self-help, they're just doing it, but about a different topic. You know what I mean? Like, they don't like that, oh, it's like, I'm assuming, you know, it brainwashed me. It's like, it's forcing me to do this thing or whatever. But you're literally making a video. You have the choice. <laughs> yeah, but you're making a video saying that people shouldn't do it. And what, it's the same thing, but just with a, in, in a different way. I haven't watched enough of those or, or checked them out, but, but it makes me think that um, that kind of curious process I'm talking about wasn't that's not the way they went about it maybe or or that they weren't thinking uh, for themselves maybe enough because I think I don't know I feel like I need to watch one of those videos to see I mean you've obviously seen them what do you think I don't know if I'm even qualified to <laughs> share I'm gonna have to watch one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. pull one up to watch it quickly <laughs> Oh, is this going to be a reaction podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Um, just trying to dig through my memory. What do, what do you think when you just see that, though, too? Like, when you see that kind of title and whatever. I think it's the straw man argument. Mm -hmm. I think they're kind of putting all the things that they don't like about the self-help industry and saying that is Everything. all self-help. Mm. You know, it's kind of a sweeping generalization. But once again, like, people can think critically. People can choose for themselves what they want to follow. Exactly. You know, I don't think there's... I, I think 
it's a very small percentage of people on the planet who actually blindly follow everything mm-hmm. that, you know, that a book says. Right. Even I struggle to follow everything that a book says sometimes. I'm like, oh, what? oh I'm supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll get to that eventually, you know. And, you know, I, I think it's a straw man argument. I think people like to paint self-help as this big bad thing, but it's really just the bad aspects that you don't like. You can just critically separate right, them. Right, exactly. You know? Um, and and the funny part is with, with these titles, you know, self-help is brainwashing you. Am I brainwashed? Are we brainwashed? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Maria, are we brainwashed? <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, we're going to have to check. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, I, I, I would like to say that we're not like we can think for ourselves. Like I disagree with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. said. And for I sure. think. I think it's important to understand that the vast majority of people, the vast majority of people are smart enough to know mm-hmm. what works for them and what doesn't. Yeah. You know? And I think it's unfair to put that label as a sweeping generalization generalization saying all self-help is bad. Yeah. Um, even though it's positively impacted so many right. people's lives. Like, I wouldn't be where I'm at today mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the self-help industry, mm-hmm. you know? as much of a bad rap as that word can get, I wouldn't be who I am today without that. So what would you, what would you say to someone who is maybe a little skeptical about this industry, self-help stuff? Maybe they've heard about friends, family doing it and they're not super interested, but a little curious to want to check it out. Um, what would you, what would be a recommendation for someone like trying to get into it in like a, an easing into it? You know what I mean? Like where to start? I would say, Two things, two things. One, genuine curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, like just approach it with curiosity, be like, hmm, that's interesting. Kind of just, you know, opening one's mind, that's straightforward enough. And the second thing I would say that personally helped me, find someone that you can relate to. Find someone that looks like uh. you, that's from the same cultural background as you, that talks like you from the same place. Because I know often for you know, I'm just speaking from my own experience for many, like, you know, friends of color that I, you know, that I speak to, they often feel kind of separate from it because lots of the self-help figures are typically white or people that they can't relate to, Mm -hmm. you know? And so Mm -hmm. I think it's important to find someone from a cultural paradigm that matches yours. So for example, um, let's say any recommendations for you, any recommendations, um, for me, (laughs) it's not like I've mentioned him eight, eight, nine million times, but I personally really like Naval just because I I relate just to some degree, you know, um, immigrant, you know, like immigrant kid moving to North America, all, all that kind of stuff. I relate to that. Um, that's just for myself personally. Like, I, I don't know what cultural background like yeah, everyone yeah, might course. be from. So I think just do your fair share of research. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I don't have any specific recommendations yeah, yeah. and I don't want to give specific recommendations either because that can get a little too prescriptive. And as sure. we were talking about last night, do I that. don't want people to get too hung up on the prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to listen to this or you have to do this. You know, it's definitely someone. a good way to go about it, though, mm-hmm. like you said, like yeah. finding someone that, that, that you relate to. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we, we kind of like veer towards certain people and feel it more, you know, pulled towards certain directions because we, we like, we see ourselves maybe <laughs> in those people, right? Exactly. And I think that's a, that's an important thing to go for now. What about for you, for someone who's skeptical? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I would, I would re- try to reframe 
almost like get try to get rid of your preconceived ideas about it. It's like anything. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you need to, like you said, explore it, be curious, and 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 discover what it actually is for you. Maybe it is what you think it is, but you've got to go into it like trying to discover that, um, and and be open minded to whatever comes out of it. It could be positive, it could be negative, whatever it is. But but just be open minded, and I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Is just just having that being open minded, but still being critical. Yeah. So not just like accepting everything, but being like, oh, this could be a totally different thing I never would have thought of, but it's great because I'm not going to like, I'm not going to open that book because I don't agree with the title or whatever. It's like, it doesn't mean that there's not good things inside mm-hmm. of that and that you don't have to agree with everything, but you can take pieces out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, yeah, being, being open-minded definitely mm-hmm. would be the big. Yeah, totally. I, I, and I would also say when it comes to finding something that's in a cultural paradigm, that's similar to yours. Finding something that's modern, you know, because so many of the like older self-help books can be so archaic in their language. Right. It's so hard to relate to them. I have tried to reach, uh, I have tried to reach Think and Grow Rich like five times, but I can't make it through because the language is just so inaccessible. You know, it, it just feels so opaque. You know, it's like I can't relate to these people at all mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so, you know, find something modern, some great authors. Oh, this is a book. If I, if I... If I were to give a book recommendation, this is one that I actually really, really like. And I think it's also super accessible. The Happiness Equation by Neil Pasricha. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. Love it. it. It's so it's such a fun read. It's like easy to go through. There's pictures, diagrams. It's funny. It's modern. It's kind of levity to it. Um, and it just talks about like science and like science backed and studied ways to be happier. And mm-hmm. it covers like. I feel like if I were to choose one book to read, like if I if I could only read one book in my life, mm-hmm. ooh, actually, well, that's a hard one. Yeah, let's do <laughs> <But> it. <laughs> okay, if I were to cut out my personal favorite book of all time, The Power of Now, Dr. Tola, for the vast majority of people, if I were to choose like one book that only that every person on earth could read, The Happiness Equation, mm. you know? Yeah. Because I think ultimately if we could all just like, you know, within the confines of our own like socioeconomic situation, yes, everything yeah, yeah. that's an important thing that we'll talk about as well. I think you know it would just benefit the world if we were all happier. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. No, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing to think about and talk about. Like this, I don't know if it's talked about like enough because there's a lot of like either you're in it or you're out of it, kind of like the self help mm. thing, right? But it's like what's wrong with it? Like there's definitely things wrong with it. There's good parts of it, which we've touched on. Um, I don't even know if we need to get into it. Like social media is a whole different ball game, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but especially with this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. because like we said, like very quickly, I was sharing with Amir last night, um, like making, you know, TikToks, I know they're longer now and reels, you probably can make longer, but like generally people are aiming for like under a minute, right? It's like you can only put so much genuine like and, and thorough information in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Even if you're being really uh, like good about it, but then it's like, okay, well, you're trying to give it like, give it a hook, and we gotta have this, and we gotta have that, and taking out the fluff, and mm-hmm. and and that's why I think like that that can make it definitely seem a certain way too. If that's the only way you're consuming that, like that's I would not recommend. You know what I mean? Like, I totally agree. that's why I like podcasts or or longer videos like this, or, like this. <laughs> documentaries um that's you can pop up the little subscribe thing right there (laughs) (laughs) but you know like i just think that you can get through 
go more in depth, right? Let's like this is kind of the issue is I guess with social media and this this specific, you know, genre of 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 content, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because you can only fit so much in, in in a short period of time, and people's attention spans are so short on there. It's like you have to, mm-hmm. but then it's you know it's not, not the full picture. Yeah, it's not the full you picture. Know, it's missing context. You know, I think you were talking especially like. Uh, tell the people like something like in the health world, especially like you feel like certain things lack context. Yeah, like I've I've made for you people listening, you won't know, but I so I edit videos for for a health podcast, right? Um, and and I'm kind of confronted with this on a regular basis, where it's like the guest has shared a great statistic, and this is a great piece of information, and I know from my Instagram TikTok brain that if I cut out where they cite the where they cite it from and they just say a study says blah, blah 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 then i can fit more info in there and it'll technically be a better clip but i was like i avoid doing that because i know from a consumer perspective it's like people are then gonna go well they're just making this up and they're just like where do they get that and i'm like you need the context of how was the study done was it a double blind placebo like controlled study or how did they do it right um, and that kind of stuff is really important, but but I think it can get overlooked if it's like, what are you here for? Is it to to just, like share this good quality information, or is it to get eight hundred thousand views? Because for me, it would ra- I'd rather like I think it's more important to share the full picture as much as you can with with context, reach fewer people, but impact them more wholly and like in a better way even if they don't know it than reaching more and having it be like oh now there's arguments in the comments and people that you know what i mean um it's it's definitely something to like i'm curious what will happen moving forward as more and more and more and more of this stuff is happening because it's like Mm -hmm. short form content is so popular right now right Mm -hmm. but it's just something to think about especially if you're making if you're making stuff right Mm -hmm. yeah Totally. Switching gears, one thing that one criticism that I've often heard about self-help is that it's for the privileged. What do you think about that? In, in the sense that, like, to be completely honest, like live, living in North America, being where we are right now, we're not worried about a roof over our heads, running water, food, all these different things, you know. Like, we have the privilege to work on ourselves because we're not just trying to survive. I agree. Yeah. And oftentimes that, that's a roadblock for a lot of people. Um before I share my thoughts on that, what do you think? Well, I think I agree with that. And I do think that that is definitely true. And I acknowledge that, like we've said it before, right? Like, um, we're definitely basing everything we're saying off of our own experience and our current living environment and conditions, right? Um, but I, I think to this ex- the extent that we're talking about, like this whole industry thing is definitely probably a pretty privileged thing. But, you know... You could still you don't need all of that to to try to improve your life like you are ultimately in control of your mind mm-hmm. right but i haven't been in a situation you know where i've yeah I've had a terrible living situation or whatever and been trying to find food and water and 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 like i mean there's uh the higher like whatever pa- yeah, what's this maslow's, maslow's hierarchy needs, needs right it's like that's a that's a real thing. Like mm-hmm, if totally. if you can't don't have food, you're not thinking about meditating, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, totally. Like you need to eat. So um, I do think then that it really is probably inherently a privileged thing because you mm-hmm. need to have certain boxes checked to be able to yeah. think about other things. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I totally agree. Maslow's hierarchy of needs is so it's real. Like you can't think about your mindset and like becoming the best version of you if you don't have food. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't have a roof over your head. And I, I know that's often a roadblock for many people, but the reality is, is like if you're listening to this podcast, right? If you if we're yeah, in a yeah, position yeah. where we can listen to a podcast on our phone or on our computer, you're in the top percentile of people who have ever lived in terms of wealth, right? Mm. You're at the top zero point something, something, something out of all the people who've ever existed in humanity, mm -hmm. right? Plenty of people have not had access to this. And what I would say is like, don't let that stop you. You know, just because it's inaccessible to other people, you know, uh, shouldn't like it's it, it, it's OK. How do I say this in a way where I don't get canceled? <laughs> I'm just trying to, think no, well, about, I'm trying to cut this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but but I would say don't let it stop you, you know, just because, you know, someone else might not have access to these things does not mean that you can't do the work to help better yourself to hopefully lift others up. Yeah, because yeah. it is a communal thing. Mm -hmm. But I think part of that is acknowledging acknowledging that the, mm -hmm. that privileged state and yeah, the fact that 100%. you're able to do it, right? Yeah, it's a hierarchy of needs. Yeah, exactly. It. But it is, uh, it's been great, like self-help mm -hmm. in my mm -hmm. life and everything. We're doing mm -hmm. this because of it. And uh, thank you all for listening it's mm -hmm. nice to talk in person of course <laughs> it's so good to talk in person make sure you all stay tuned for the season finale we're gonna have two very special guests and we're gonna be doing this in person yeah it's gonna be awesome but Almost we done. have one more episode before this yeah we've got next week and then the week after is gonna be the the season season finale and then and we'll see you for season four yeah, exactly and if it's already out by then you can check out the season finale over here yeah right 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 there it's gonna right be a dope. <laughs> it's a, gonna be a dope discussion i can already see it coming up yeah. anyways thanks for tuning in y'all and catch y'all later see ya bye if you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show make sure to leave us a review on apple podcasts visit us on instagram and tiktok at let's talk about life pod and for more information head on over to harrisonkingofficial.com forward slash podcast now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep meaningful conversation in your own life <laughs>